I mean, I, I don't have a, I don't have a pre-show gag today. Sorry. Yeah, man. me too. Sorry, guys. So welcome to Badaga Nights. My name is Martin. We got ya. We got Ironic Gamer eighty six, and our special guest today coming back after our last episode talking about Survivor. We got our friend, aka the Sportito, Joel. How are you doing, Joel? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for inviting me, Mart. Thing. Miko? This is this, oh, this is good. Three out of uh, three out of four of us are from Cebu. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the other one's from Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> from Andaluyong. But but I'm trying to call reinforcements midway. I might get someone from Andaluyong as well. Later. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You're going to get the reinforcements. Hopefully. <laughs> okay, we got X, huh? Speaking of yeah. X, man. I got a. Speaking I gotta, of X. <laughs> I, I, hope, I, I hope that if he like shows up, he, he shows up with a scarf. <laughs> That way, that know. way, my joke from last week is vindicated this week. <laughs> He's because uh, Joel has been joining X with certain um, uh, certain Facebook Live videos uh, from Overmind. Uh, has yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been or, uh, when 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 we do the show, he doesn't he doesn't put on the scarf because it's not too formal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that if, you, if he sees you wearing the scarf, I'm sure he'll get his own one. Yeah, he'll get his own scarf. He'll be a scarf. Hey, he's got a ton of them. Yeah, scarf off. Just scarf off. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's put on the other one. Let's put on the blue one. Oh, he has a blue one. Wow. The blue tie dye yeah. scarf. Holy yeah, smokes. that is so very, like, you know, Cebu. You're representing Cebu, Cebu Cebu, yeah. Cebuano X, yeah. and it goes it Cebu. goes with the great wave of Kanagawa, yeah. right? Like blue. <laughs> yeah, well, talking about that, I, I miss going to the beach already. I miss going to the beach. <sighs> yeah, dude. Uh, but, uh, I just freaking miss going to Cebu just to get dip some break. We were talking about dip some break a lot earlier. <laughs> dude, if, if you want, I can send you like the recipe. It's it's my own recipe, but it's it's like it's good enough for me. Okay. So you might wanna do you cook over there? Uh, I have a cooking stove here, so I'll, I'll try my best. And I have a griller down here, but uh, I can tell you, it's a really griller for sandwiches needed for us. Steam fried rice. Yeah, yeah no, not really. I mean, I don't have a rice cooker either, so I gotta buy a small one. What? You don't have a rice cooker? And you call yourself Asian? Get out! <laughs> Get back! They come in cards. all the sizes. <laughs> We bring one on trips. <laughs> we bring one on trips. What? Yeah, I just steal them sure. from the houses. <laughs> you're never sure. You can't. You can't be sure. Whenever you're wherever like, you're going, uh, if they have steam, uh, if they have rice cookers, right? Yeah. So you got those small ones, right? Like those little ones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can look at one cup rice cookers. White people have the toaster. White people have the toaster. Asians have the rice cooker. Yeah. Oh my god. I gotta revoke my white card now. I forgot to bring You don't have a toaster either. You don't have a you don't have a rice cooker. I, I have a you microwave, have a not a toaster. toaster. <laughs> yeah. I like how you have more advanced piece of what technology. Person? I'm not even white anymore. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> my it's something. like it's like Trump got voted out or something. <laughs> Wait a minute. He did. <laughs> oh my god, he did. <laughs> Well, you are formal. fired. Yeah, it's not yet formal, though, right? It's not yet like like they have until December. They're gonna meet in December. But yeah, yeah actually, yeah, this no. that one's interesting because last time I saw that was what Bush v Gore. So actually, this like yes. I'm curious. I've never seen this how it actually ends because you see Al someone Gore. concede. So I'm like, ooh, educational yeah. wise, more like 
what is the final says? Because you see something like happens within the day, election day itself. Like, okay, we are conceding. Congratulate this continue. person. Yeah. So now, like, wait, wait. So how does it actually go? Because I'll be honest, I have no idea. Even I was like, wait, wait, can he do that? Yes, yes, he can. Like, huh? I'm. <laughs> what happens now? <laughs> yeah. Well, or I, I guess it, it's <laughs> the electoral the electoral vote, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. So like, uh, in, who's the U.S. counterpart? Like, uh, who? makes the official announcement. It's not Supreme Court, right? It's a, it has to be a different thing. Like, Supreme I, I, Court can come in for a case like lawsuits that like the Bush v. Gore situation. But is there, like, a Comelec or something, like, they have, like, their version, which makes the final call? Because I've oh, never actually checked that. It's just, had did not have to look into that for the longest time. It's like, that's like, huh, they must have something like that to make that call. I don't know what it is, but I will learn. We'll, like, <laughs> finally it? hear about an office that exists somewhere. <laughs> my best guess is that it would be like their Congress. Yeah, right. Because like, from, from what I from what I from what I read, Congress, right? From what I read, it's like there's like the the electoral Congress, the electoral what do you call them? The college. yeah, the electoral college. They meet in December to yeah. finally pronounce or declare the winner. Can you imagine uh, all like we have to do something? We have done that in a while. <laughs> guys, what do we do? Uh, 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 oh. Guys, we can no longer do stuff we, like vote we, for the American Eagle. <laughs> like, like, do, do we go on Zoom? Do we have to physically be here? How's this work, guys? It's the first time I've been to this. Like, ah, uh, oh, guys, bring out the book, the old books. Ah, oh. <laughs> it says you must wear powdered wigs. Sick. Awesome. <laughs> then the yeah, get book. The interesting thing <laughs> is uh, if. If they're still not sure until after the electoral college, right? Like this, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because again, that one goes to Supreme Court. That goes into again, like the Bush v. Gore situation. That's the most recent one, honestly, I could ever picture. And even then, as a kid, I did not understand what was going on. Um, I I couldn't even. I think they have like a like a law or something. um, I think so. That like it it isn't it isn't in the constitution, but like they have like a, a law. That says that if it's not determined at some point in the year after, the position of president defaults to the speaker, speaker of the House, House. of Representatives. Yeah. Representative That's or something. Thing too. And so, like, it's, it's in the best interest of the Republican Party to make sure that doesn't happen because you got Nancy Pelosi that's going to be the president of the United States. Like, come on. Mm. <laughs> yep, because uh, Senate, well, I think the recent Senate is still kind of oh, ongoing. Yeah. So, last night, Chuck yeah. was 48 to 48, but I didn't pre check beyond that one. Though, from the lower state level, it's a big sweep for the Republican parties, from what I'm seeing. Yeah. So that one's interesting. But that yeah, it's like, cool. it's like, I'll finally get to see what happens. Like, oh. <gasps> What happens here? Who does something? Like, can you just concede? Like, no, like, no. Oh, he's, he's got, we have to, oh. we have to do work now. Yeah. Uh. He even filed cases. Trump filed cases. Yeah. yeah. Again, so. look at it. Like, can you do that? Like, oh, it's all legal. This is so <laughs> interesting. Read from the this point for me, it's educational. What can you do? What? This is interesting. <laughs> because obviously, if it had no merit or nothing, it's just that you can't do that and it's done. It's like, wait, wait, you can't do that. What happens? I want to know more. Is that you know, like, because I doubt this will see this in what, and we won't see this again for how many decades. You know, my suspicion is that they're bringing to the federal level all of the shady stuff that goes on during state elections. Uh, like, that seems fair, I guess. Like, I'm pretty sure that this is what goes on in state elections. <laughs> you know, like I mean, there were some unusual things. I don't know if it'll actually change the vote either way, but there are some unusual stuff. I think the one my friends keep talking about this, like in PA, when they boarded up windows, prevented watchers, mm. and things like. Yeah. 
Well, I heard that that's, yeah, that doesn't sound like you should be doing that. It doesn't seem fair at all. Yeah. Yeah, but I think like, it's, 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 uh, it's in the state legislature in of PA that, that they don't allow uh, observers. Uh, because each state has their own set of uh, laws with regards to the elections. True, but the uh, thing is, you're supposed to allow observers regardless. It's, I, I think, think it's in a, their state I'm, legislature. That that they don't allow that's yeah. unusual. It feels like a weird checks and balance issue. Balik sa Polgov, these are, these are states. And if we're looking at states, states are more or less sovereign. Tiny countries. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. tiny countries, basically. So theoretically, if a state didn't want to follow, you know... Federal law. Federal law, they probably could. And yeah. that, that would still be within the bounds of what a state can do. I know there are states who've tried that, but then it goes to the Supreme Court that you can't do that. Kind of like the usual, like, you can't secede from the union, a few other things. Though also, I do kind of want to see if there's a lawsuit that's going to Nevada. We need to know, why did it take you forever? <laughs> oh, no. Like, my two, I do love the theory that maybe they're not saying anything because Kanye won that state. That would be, like, the <laughs> ultimate twist. Like, this goes to Kanye, like, a different colors, like, green. Like, what the heck is that? What does that mean? Oh, Kanye won that state. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what light blue means pala. <laughs> on the Google on, well, like, oh, on the AP's map right I hope that, it's like, is that what happened here or the other thing which one of my friends said is considering that it's a gambling capital for all you know it was to get more bets in <laughs> actually but I, I, I because the last precinct that was being caught was being counted was Vegas it's like, shouldn't this be one of the first ones? Like, the last thing was Renault and Vegas. Like, okay, so I guess Vegas and Renault might be last. No, Renault got finished first. Like, okay, so I guess Vegas should be finished in a day or so. Three days later. Well, you'll, you'll be finished at some point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I want to believe that my, my you know, headcanon Kanye won there, and they just don't want to tell anyone. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the, true, the true race. JoJo versus Kanye. <laughs> You know, Jojo. When, when right, so so before uh, before Martin, uh, no, sorry, before Miko got here, Martin was like, um, <coughs> Miko might not be able to make it, but he'll he'll try to catch up. It's like that's that, that, that's fine. Um, I'll just talk about the Mandalorian with Joel. But since yeah. both Miko and Joel are here, bro, let's talk about hey, the Mandalorian. Oh, I see. You also have the child there. I too have the child. No, this yeah. is not the child. That's this is the, the old one. Martin has the Martin has Yoda. Yoda, Yoda. I have Yoda. Ah. Yoda. I've got, I've got, I've got the child. I've got baby Yoda. Drinking his tea. Yeah, I love that meme. <laughs> Eating it's like a, his eggs. Yeah, alert for those who haven't watched Mandalorian yet, but. Those eggs, man. What, 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 what are your theories? Why was the child going after the eggs? Okay, okay. It's we have to, to verify here. Or are we talking about the face hugger eggs? Or are we talking yes, about so, his so, like, uh, killing the of... The frog eggs. The frog eggs. Oh, yeah. The sentient species, which that made me feel so bad. Like, oh, don't do that. That's a sentient species. <laughs> <laughs> My like, oh, is, no. It just looked like food. I mean, it's a baby. It's like, this it's looks food. nice. I want to eat this. It doesn't take much to me. That's why the first you had, you had, oh, this is going to happen. Okay, just, no, sure, kid does this. This is bad, like, really bad. This kind of, like, this is, like, your kid going and eating some sort of, like, fetus of some sort. I mean, I'm going to put that way, because 
It's not. They would say it's just caviar. No, this thing is a sentient species. It's there. It's not like an animal. This is what dark dude. Really got dark. That's why I saw that. That's why. Okay, we got chilled, kid. But then you see. Oh, hey, the mom saves you, like baby. Oh, the child. She kind of kills the three spider things, and I Mm. hate how Star Wars introduced space spiders. Like, why? Of all the things we introduced, why space spiders? Oh, Anyways, yeah, 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 you don't like the things. But that, that space spider d- design was actually designed for the original trilogy. I know. I, I don't. Mm. I don't. I don't remember the 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 production designer of, of the yep. original trilogy. But the the, the white spider. Oh no! I know it exists. It's just why did we bring this? Why? I mean, I don't like. I'm sorry. I don't like spiders. Like why? Why did we bring this one? Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. like kills yeah. the three spiders. Then like. Okay, baby Onana says, oh, you're a nice person. I'm sorry for what I did. Like, okay, that's going to be the remorse section. Then it ends with him just eating one more. Like, okay, I can't like you anymore. Like, you're just a little dick now. Stop it. No, no, no. But if you remember, though, in season one, he has this, he has this taste for frogs. No, no. I mean, I completely understand that. that. That's fine. It's not like I don't understand why he ate them. But at this point, you see that, hey, this person saved you. This person did this. And he seems to have an understanding of these things. Still straight up eats eats more. Like, wait, like, it's like, oh, just a baby. True, but also 50 years old. 50 years old. Yeah. 50 years old. But at first, I thought that something else was going to happen. Because if you remember, the first time that he went up to to the container, the eggs were sort of drawn to him. Yeah, yeah, because the force. Ooh. I don't. I, I didn't see it as him using the force. Yeah. Oh, I saw it as him using the force. I saw him like I, I need I, to I bring this it. food to me. I doubt it. Though. I doubt it. <laughs> but he's doing the magic um, hand thing. No, he wasn't using was, the magic uh, hand thing. He was. He was for- pressing his forehead on the on the container, and then they were just going in, going near him. The eggs were going. There, there's that affinity, and I yeah. think that that goes to his like the child's uh, taste for frogs, even in season one. No, there, there's um, something there. Uh, I think that there's something that's gonna happen there. Yeah, because like um the the music that first time that it happened, right? Like all of the if, if if we look at all of the codes and conventions that we associate with filmmaking, everything about those initial shots were telling us that there was that connection between yeah. between the child and these eggs. The yeah. music that was sounding all like mystical or whatever. Um the shot that cut from the face of the child to the uh to the eggs along with that music um you know the the kid being drawn to the light and the light drawing itself to the kid right it, it just mm. seemed it seemed like there was supposed to be something there and maybe it could just be like a subversion of expectations and breaking conventions probably. for for laughs right that could be it probably um we'll, 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 one, we'll, we yeah. can discuss a little bit more about this when when our when your other guest arrives, if your other guest oh, arrives, I, I, uh, Martin's rest back from Mandaluyong. <laughs> yes. Did my rest back watch that episode? He hasn't watched Mandalorian, though. That's the thing. Oh, he's, snap. I think he's still in season one. Um, That's not bad. You can finish season one. Me too. Day. I'm still in season yeah. one. Oh, like okay. Four hours. But I, I don't know. But it doesn't my, matter. My, I don't know. My, my sort of theory, or the thing that I kind of wanted to happen was um so so baby yoda goes in and apparently eats the eggs mm. then for whatever reason they're forced to uh they're forced to go light speed those mm. eggs die uh, the the, the eggs cooked inside with, inside him 
I mean, like, because that, that was the reason why they couldn't go into light speed, right? Yeah, yeah, and because, that, because that would that would kill the, the, yeah, the eggs in, in the container thing. But like, because they had to jump to light speed, those died. But the ones that the kid apparently the ate, do they die as well? That's a no. Uh, that, that, that's what I was hoping. They survive. But, but that's, they survive. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. That, that, yeah, that that could be a plan. That 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 because they had to go into light speed, the ones in the container die. But since there were some in the child, he could regurgitate Not get digested. Them. Because yeah, if, if, you, if you in the in the other trailers in the trailers before the season started, the frog lady actually still has the container in her back. There's one shot where the Mandalorian and the child are following the frog lady and probably her husband. And she still has the container in her back, and it still had the eggs. I think. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but that—that's what I was—that's what I was hoping would happen, and that's what I think would be a logical place to take it, giving what, giving everything that they set up, right? True. I, 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 I didn't think of that. Yeah. That's, that's actually a pretty good point. And then I know. Yeah. Wow. Um, like yeah. now. I'm like the extra here. Feast but, turn. Well, what are your thoughts about uh, Mando versus Boba? Is it going to happen? Uh, Mando versus Boba Fett. Uh, it could occur, but one part is he did leave Tatooine, and it seems Boba is only in Tatooine. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the last from the last series, of, he was there. Uh, we assume that he's the one who kind of walked up on the dead bounty hunter because of the iconic... Uh, Spurs, a Spurs sound, which refers to an ESB. Yeah. So he might be there. He might not be there. It might be him wanting the armor, which at this point, people are now also wondering what happened. Yeah. Whether uh, is the armor Beskar now? Because it's kind of weird. The uh, armor of Boba Fett's Durasteel, not Beskar. So like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So did they retcon this? Is this now Durasteel? Is this now Beskar? Is no Durasteel? Yeah. One thing mm-hmm. I do want to know is... Is this going to show that uh, Boba is considered a actual Mandalorian? Because lots of people said, "Oh, Boba's not a Mandalorian anymore," not, yeah. because, uh, like in Rebels, the Ren said he's not. Hmm. Which when yeah. I heard that, I'm sorry, that sounds like Game of Thrones level po- politics. So you're saying that <laughs> this family said that this family doesn't count? How does that work? I don't think that's how. They're like, no, this royal family said you don't count. But their rival royal family, of course, they're going to say you don't count. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure if you also talk to them, like the the Rens aren't real family either. <laughs> the Fets might say as well. Mm. This is and so that for them them saying this, it sounds like this is just like royal family politics and hearsay. I can't believe oh, our rival God. family until like okay, how's this work? Even they say you're not born Mandalorian. It's a lifestyle and things. It's a way of change, which is actually a bit yeah, touch of the expanded the... universe version. Yeah. Where he said, yeah, it's more of a lifestyle. Yeah, even Din Djarin is, uh, what's it? He he wasn't born. He's a founding. Yeah. Yeah. Founding. So he wasn't born. So from that point of view, like, okay, maybe that's mean. So I'm kind of curious. (laughs) (laughs) Grace Poe's a Mandalorian. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm actually more curious about, instead of a fight, more of, is there going to be vindication? Do we consider him an actual Mandalorian or not? And mm-hmm. I mean, if you compare like uh, the current Mandalorian, a Mandalorian, how can Boba not be one? He it's loves him. Yeah. He didn't even take off his helmet the, through the entire period. I, I think <laughs> the, we'll talk about the weights of it. The conflict is going to be. Oh, hey, it's oh. what's up? Oh, whoa, whoa, hey, holy shit! What's up, guys? Yo, it's time. It's <laughs> <laughs> Alright, alright, alright. There we go. Oh, <laughs> 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 
For tonight, we have ex-mothers of Overmind. To one. Also from Mandaluyang, by the way, right now. <laughs> Urban Zill boy. Okay. Martin was looking for Resbach because we were all Bisaya. Yeah. Resbach. Not just Bisaya, but from Cebu. Yeah, we're all from we're all, we're all from Cebu. Oh, nga. Magtatagalog ako. So, uh, yeah, when we were chatting on FB, I was telling Sir X, uh, yeah, we're talking about Baby Yoda and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, are you up to speed now, X, with, with the, no? No, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, at episode uh, three. <laughs> ah, you're season one. one. Season one. You're a little back there. And the only, okay, the only egg I know is uh, the, the, the egg shape. Episode two. What's that egg? Episode two. Yeah, that, that the, uh, the one with the uh, mud horn. Uh, that episode yeah. with the mud horn. Um, yes, uh, yes, yes. Suga. Yeah. Suga. 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 Yeah, it's it's uh, there's it's a lot It's funny more how eggs. episode two, season yeah. two, also what involves eggs. eggs. <laughs> yeah, right. It's right. like a recurring theme every episode. Oh, there are more eggs. Like, okay. Season, yeah, eggs, in season two, episode two, uh, a lot more eggs. <laughs> Here. More suga. <laughs> it's a lot, right? the the theme of of, uh, of of parenthood and all of that seems to <laughs> the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. like you know, um, what's his face like? Uh, Mando being default dad to baby Yoda. Yeah. And, um, like in, in, in this case, uh, in, in the most recent episode, Frog Lady, you know? Frog Lady. <laughs> that was something that I found so funny that her name is actually Frog Lady. Frog Lady. <laughs> and, and there was that thing in the subtitle that said Frog Lady speaking frog. <laughs> <laughs> That's her race, frog. Yeah, dude. So I was like, Frog Lady speaking frog. I was like, really? <laughs> I'm oh so God. hoping. So what's the husband's I name? Didn't know that. Kermit. <laughs> Kermit. Kermit the Frog here. Oh my God! Can you imagine the husband is like a Gamorian Mr. guard? Piggy. Mister ah. Piggy. Yeah, Gamorian guard. Like, oh, here we are. Yes, yes. I see the reference being made here. Oh. X man, when you're up to when you're up to speed on the Mandalorian, you should yeah. come back because I, I want to talk about the writing of it. Eh? It's, it's, it's really, it's, yeah. I mean, to me, it's quite well. Even written. the even the direction, the, the one that you mentioned a while ago, Joe. Yeah, so far I'm loving it. No, the first three episodes in terms of direction and yeah. writing, uh, I'm enjoying it. I I I've been seeing a lot of posts that it's own. It's the only um, uh, title in the Star Wars franchise that's carrying the entire franchise. No, <laughs> and, actually, actually, right uh, now. But I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Um, the other one that I really liked in the entire franchise is uh, this, this this film, Rogue, Rogue, yeah. One. Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue, Rogue One's Rogue great. One. Yeah. It had its issues here and Actually, there, but yeah. it's pretty much a solved film. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, was all, it was such a contained story, and was it was so well written, well well directed. Let's keep to storytelling. Yeah, I think it's big advance of what it did not really touch much on the original trilogy in terms of characters, like. We're going to make some like uh, cameos or hints towards here, but we're going to do our own story right, in the universe. Right. I think that's why it's worked. 
Mando is nice. It's the universe. Yes. So we like, look, we know this. We don't hear about daddy issues anymore, even though we're slowly going back to daddy issues again. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I mean, this is the way. It is daddy issues. Though. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's got a lot of the same themes that you see in the, the main trilogy. Um, the thing I love about Rogue One, though, is I know, um, the Death Star is scary. Oh, yeah. Mm. Right, because like everything, like it, it just seems so. Um, it seems like nothing when you see Alderaan blow up, right? Right. The trilogy, um, and in the sequel trilogy, when you see that 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 thing that blows up multiple planets, you're just like, yeah, oh, the circular, circular base, yeah, circular base, like yeah, whatever. But then in Rogue One, like the, the yeah, yeah, because because people that you're supposed to care about, um, even though you know, right. the, that's right. The film could have done more to help you care about them, but like the people that you're supposed to care about are the victims of the um, what happened? Yeah. The Death Star. You know? Yeah, so, I yeah. will say though, the Rogue One did make Alderaan a actual military target. That's the only thing I didn't really fully appreciate about the film. Like, oh, yeah. so you're saying Alderaan is a valid military target? because yeah. before it's like, oh, there is it. You're just making like a harsh a show of judgment. Now it's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, okay, they they were supplying them. Ah, yeah. Hmm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed feelings now. <laughs> <laughs> but I did enjoy Rogue One, but it did bring up more questions. Too. I see the failure in the Empire is not that they are a uh, really scary force, or I mean, they're not that the Rebels are very skilled. It's the Empire seems very weird with its choices. Like you had Edu, which had anti-aircraft weapons. Cool. They had <laughs> one anti-aircraft gun. Then you look at Scarif. Like, oh, this has all our data. We're going to have a shield and, and two ISDs. Cool. And we have foot patrol. Awesome. Well, anti-aircraft. Anti-what now? <laughs> uh, hey, what about security cameras? Security camera. camera. Yes, yes. Cameras. Do we have those? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like there's so many things you like if you had anti-aircraft it feels like you take down the x-wings it's like where are the rebels uh let's turn camera one camera- oh yeah there's no one there okay send them here <laughs> it's amazing how logistical choices is what destroyed them even the final ep- episode nine where it was uh rise of skywalker we have made a thousand isds to destroy the new republic so how many towers do you have one uh so pal can we like Get rid of 10 ISDs, <laughs> just 10. Make 27 more of these uh, transmitters. No. That's wrong. <laughs> One is enough. It's like these so weird logistical choices. Like, so we need another Jimmy Gofford universe movie. <laughs> that is they they did themselves wrong. That's why they screwed themselves over. In episode one, they were when they were screwing around with the Trade Federation or like those guys. Oh no, the Trade Federation made sense because the Trade Federation. It's not like they're a massive group. They're literally like space, like they're like space Walmart of some sort, weird way. Yeah, (laughs) they're going things for money and things. So yeah, them having a single shit to control their droids. I get it, but when you're a full on empire, they can afford these things, these things. So why did we cheap out here? 
<laughs> because they had to build a second Death Star, dude. <laughs> dude, priorities, priorities. They have to spend everything. You got to spend money to make year. money. <laughs> <laughs> then they forgot. Oh, right, CCTVs. Oh. Like, why oh, well. don't we have those? <laughs> because because like, but maybe those exist in Star Wars. No, we had the recordings oh. of Anakin fighting the younglings. Straight up, we have this. It is old technology. They have it in three D. <laughs> Holograms, even <laughs> in a galaxy not so far away. We don't have the computing power. We literally have a building that's just a computer. Silence! You're asking too much questions. It's just that. It's just always nitpicky things. Like this is a weird choice, or even the sneaky ATACT, the walker they had in Scarif that the that the blind man first noticed before everyone. I was like, how did this massive walker? Sneak up on you. Yes, in the Again, oh, some yeah, things I get yeah. that's done for the story to make things move forward. But there's some parts where you're like, this feels like you're just incompetent less than you being a better skilled warrior. Because even the rebels, remember when they stole the transport to go to Scarif? They said, oh, no, no, you can't take that. We have to use that for scat. We have to do it for testing. And all the rebels could do is just be in the right. Please don't leave. Oh, they ran away. <laughs> Guys, what do we do? <laughs> it feels so sad. Like, who are you? Like, Rogue One, you're not allowed to leave the sector yet. Like, did they just leave? Oh, well, they're gone. They're all, I don't know. I mean, even, even so the most recent episode of The Mandalorian also showed um, how, like, how the, the, the New Republic might not necessarily have been uh, competent. Competent. <laughs> They just, at this point, what it showed me, well, it feels like they're being like the Empire again. So it's like, oh, it's just, you know, a different ruling power again. Yeah, and you get Actually, why, why what happened in the, in the sequel trilogy happened. Because the New Republic wasn't really that good either. Yeah. Yeah, they made this some weird why. choices, which you can only see in the book. But this they made some the weird choices. This is why I absolutely love The Mandalorian. Because it brings everything from all of the other Star Wars media together. And in it brings a, lots of EU stuff back to canon, which was yeah. nice. In a, in, in a very divided fan base, right? Like, you know, when, when the prequel trilogies came out, we fractured the fan base. And then when oh the God, sequel yeah. trilogy came out, the fan base was fractured again. Even and then you have, you know, the, <laughs> uh, you know, continually fracturing the fan base with calling the extended universe legends. Yeah. And then you had solo, which was, uh, (laughs) and then they had, they had the TV shows, which were really good. The the cartoons, which were really good, but not too many people really watched. And then you have the Mandalorian, which manages to bring all of that together. And it is just so amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like in in the most recent couple of episodes with um, tying into episode one, with all of the Tatooine stuff. Mm-hmm. And then by in the same breath showing how the New Republic was kind of incompetent, kind of brings in and leads into what happens in the sequel trilogy. And all of the aesthetic from the original trilogy is, you know, there in Tatooine and the what's it, the the Cantina and all of that stuff. Like Yeah. It's all just well, brought together though. in that one show, which is something that I am just so happy for. Like in a world where um in a world where politics divides people, freaking the Mandalorian brings us all together. And Tatooine, <laughs> don't forget Tatooine. That brings all the shows together for a strange backwater planet. It seems way too important in this galaxy of how many planets? Because that's where go to the desert place. That's where I go to Skywalker Nevada. Was from, dude. <laughs> Figure stuff out there. 
Space Nevada. <laughs> so, anyway, it was in um, Tunisia, right? Like Tatooine was yeah. supposed to be. Or, they, they filmed it in Tunisia. Yeah, it's filmed in Tunisia. Like you can still go find the uh, Skywalker ha- household. It still exists there. You can see the crate dragon skeleton from Episode Four is still there. Like the OG skeleton, which is the oh wow. Original, this is the original yeah. Great Dragon, the one in the Mandalorian. People mistake, wait, how come that looks nothing like a skeleton, which is because it's a different Great Dragon? That's a greater Great yeah. Dragon. And Have you guys seen the robot chicken Star Wars? Uh, yeah. I saw the uh, <laughs> All right, uh, you Darth it. Vader meets That's uh, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> oh, Andy, Andy, what happened to your face? <laughs> yeah, there was I like um, how they actually have a canon ending now for Jar Jar, which is only in yes. books. Yeah, which is kind of really sad and kind of depressing. Yeah, (laughs) so there's not like Maul. Maul is proof that you can. (laughs) Oh, there's still a lot of books. All all the books. Yep. The but the books were Disney. There's only one thing I hate is Disney. You don't have to make every book canon. You're allowed to have fun books. It's okay. Like when they had Chewie and the Porks. Like that's a cool, fun (laughs) kids book. This book is also canon. Why? <laughs> Why is this canon? Also, the Fortnite event. That is also canon. You are confusing me. What does that mean? How is the Fortnite event canon too? Yes. Like, you can chill. It's okay to have a fun section. It's okay. It doesn't have to be canon. But no, that's how we make you people watch it. You're not entirely wrong, but please chill on everything is canon that we make. You're allowed to have the random fun episode because I'm going to be so worried if their Christmas special, which I've not heard anything about yet, and again, they mentioned it once, is going to become canon. And that just makes me worried more. Like, no, no, let's not make that one canon. Well, make it a weird, fun, offshoot movie that everyone's going to hate again, just like the original one. Yeah, they have a Christmas special coming up, which doesn't bode well for, like, Star Wars, right? Yep. I mean, they saw the first one didn't go yeah. well. I like this. Like, nah, nah, let's try again. Let's try again. Let's see how this works. Like, ah, <laughs> like we've divided the fan base. What if we divide it some more? Even more. <laughs> <laughs> more oh, yes. Those who go against us, we will call you Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, it's just so strange that from all the things you chose, this is the one. I mean, I would have expected them to go for another Ewok movie. Instead of the uh, holiday special, this is the Ewok movie. The first one did well. The second one was um, very, very, very questionable. Did you see the Ewok movie? Nope. Ewok. No, I think movie. I did. I think I did. But yeah, was, there are two, was, if I remember. Yeah, this, the first one, the second one. The second one was a complete shift of what the first one was like. The first one was like, oh, it's kind of like a kid's movie. Yeah. And the second one just goes straight up adult in terms of like the amount of people dying. Like, wow, that's, um, this it's changed. Animated, it's animated. No, no. Uh, no, no. Ewoks there was two Ewoks was uh, live show. action. Yeah, there was an Ewoks oh. TV show, but there were TV show, Ewoks yeah. movies. Yeah, right, right. And the movies were live action. Yeah, that's why it was. It's oh, weird. What, the Ewoks what, TV what, show is also <laughs> weird. You're not missing much of your life. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> You're not. It'd be like if they made a TV show out of porgs, you know? <laughs> I'm amazed they didn't yet. I'll be honest. Like, how do we not have a porg show yet? <laughs> oh, I actually I have a know. porg pop too. It's like hiding up there. Oh, they yeah. like stare at you and like eat your soul while they're staring at you <laughs> the forks uh, <laughs> i have like for a guy who porks. doesn't really like I, for a guy who doesn't really like adore star wars i actually have a lot of star wars pops for some reason i, I have know, I, I got I these for a reason because i like i like them 
but I've got I've got the hand solo in carbonite. I've got the port. Oh, nice. I have mine over there. I've got dark. I cannot show it. It's and... too big, Nico. <laughs> oh yeah, my got, one, one, one scale more. one. I've got one more. It's not a. It's not. I think it's a Dorbs uh, stormtrooper. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. But yeah, when one you drop by Cebu, you gotta you gotta go to Miko. You gotta see the hand solo. Saw it last year. Mm. Yeah, I have a one to one scale your hand solo, solo carbonite. One to one scale. Oh, this wow. one. Forgot yeah. who is the maker for this one, but yeah, it's a one-to-one scale thing. Resin. I was actually initially going to make this a door, but I found that it's way too tall for my doorway. So now it's just hanging okay. against my wall. <laughs> actually, Wait, as we're uh... podcasting, he is just staring at me. I have like a perfect view of his going like... <laughs> <laughs> just you got to cool. try readjusting your camera next time on your stream. Like if you like, do well, a yeah. camera on your Twitch stream. Hey, it's me and Han Solo in Carbonite. <laughs> How are you guys doing? <laughs> so, Han, what do you when, think? When you build, yeah, Han. <laughs> when you That's build your so own deep, place, like you could just when you build your own place, you can make sure that like your doorways are big enough to have, yeah, to you know accommodate it then, as your door. And then, in order, the hand, the the doorknob will be his hand. <laughs> oh, you grab it. He'll <laughs> <laughs> hold the hand of Han. To open the hand of Han. Every, Every time you open, it goes set. I love you. I know. I know. I know. Oh, God. That's yeah, so right cool, here. And- <laughs> supposed to have more of my Star Wars stuff, though. It's still kind of mixed everywhere because of the whole pandemic thing. It kind of was ruined the whole trying to organize and construct things. I do have my Tuscan helmet here, though, and my... Uh, Shadow Scout, which is pretty much a black uh, Baby Yoda puncher. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. How how happy are you that like Opa, the the guy who who played Opa in Kim's Convenience, oh, Kim, is, is oh yeah, Kimberly, yeah, passed. It's like hey, it's here. He, I, it's actually he, there. He, I learned one like, of your yeah. five or first, yeah. right? T T I seven four 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 seven Canadian Garrison. Wow, I was more surprised. Wow. Like, hey, cool, he's here. How'd he get there? Oh, he has a TV show. Oh, you're oh you're a Bela Seven. I didn't know that. Hey, dude! <laughs> it's one of the situations where like, I did realize you were popular. That's cool, though. Oh, so you didn't know that he was uh, he was actually a, a, an actor? No, I mean apparently I have another friend in Korea who's apparently a very popular like a uh, magician things for TV. It's like, oh, that's cool. I never knew that. It's just because we end up talking about <laughs> Star Wars stuff that you know you don't really think anything beyond that. Hey, that's so cool. And we start sharing yeah. those things later. Oh, you did this thing. Oh, uh, like Martin. Remember Chris Cantada. Oh yeah, we're for, yeah. I didn't like, think like he was anyone really big. Like it's just like he's a cool big, Star Wars yeah. guy. Like oh, you do this thing too. That's yeah, cool. And then he does Power Ranger stuff like since 2013. Before yeah. uh, we only know him as the drummer who looks like William Hung from Sponge Cola. That's what Nikuya <laughs> says because they're classmates. Like, oi, Martin, ito Sponge Cola. Ito classmate ko to yung kamukani William Hung. <laughs> like I still can't forget, like uh, when Chris went to the APCC and met the cast of Stranger Things for that uh, meet and greet. Oh yeah, uh, that one, one he does there. Cast member the... was Red Ranger, the yeah. other guy. Uh, it was kind of funny because uh, the Stranger Things cast apparently one of them was a big fan of Chris. Yep. So he was like, "Yeah, it got really strange why because immediately when he went in, the actor kind of stood up and said, "Hey man, I love your show!" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh, no, no, he can't do that to every no other touching. guest. No touching. No. <laughs> but he's someone who initiated. Someone who initiated. Here, like, ah, uh, this is weird. So from there, he was like, "Oh, you're someone really well known. Apparently, I didn't realize that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're happy to see him there." Man. 
Oh, I think That's someone not... asked him, so did you bring your own Rebel Pilot? Because he owns a Rebel Pilot costume as well on the Rebel Legion, I think. And he played a Rebel Pilot. So, I think, so is that your costume or did they provide you with one? We're not really sure because it looks exactly the same. Well, that, that's the thing with um, fame nowadays, though. It's very, uh, what's it? It's, it's very narrow, right? Like hmm. you're quite famous, but in a very specific sort of You're internet sub- famous. Group, right? Yeah, internet yeah, famous. Yeah. Like uh, a certain a subculture. Is there like, one of those things, you're internet yeah. famous, but you're not... No, I'm not real famous. I'm internet famous. Like, there's a difference? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Internet like, famous gets you yeah. people, hey, cool. Real famous like, gets you paparazzi. Yep. <laughs> paparazzi. Uh, speaking of internet famous, uh, I got to thank Jao for making me kind of internet famous because oh, of no. the theme song of Jao Bertolt. <laughs> What did I? Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> Jobber talk. I think Joel would know this because a recent guest would have known that. Tyrek. Which one? Oh, re- uh, yeah, instead, okay. of ask, oh. instead of asking about the Jobber talk song, I think he knows this. Song. Yeah, it's like oh, apparently okay. everybody, everybody that's everybody in the Philippine wrestling community calls him Martin. 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 <laughs> which is which is because of that song that he wrote, but you know. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, we, and, uh, we had Tarek in, in, in the show. It's a good I, song to be known about. You've made a few songs that people are upset they're now known for. <laughs> oh, yeah, certain songs that will not get in the light of day outside our barcada. Yeah. <laughs> it, had a twinkle, it had a twinkle, twinkle little star in it, I remember. I mean, like, um, what's it? The uh, something party. Party party. Yeah. No, something uh, that was so bad, dude. That one song that he wrote for for X, man. <laughs> what what song? song? Yeah, dude. Um, Which song? The one uh, with the uh, butterfly thing. Yeah, dude. I was riffing on. Um, I was riffing on this song that we wrote <clears throat> in college. That was like, dude. I used that song, man. Like we were we were young. For what? Practice, right. For the intro, <laughs> like just the first ten seconds without the lyrics. Gusto <laughs> riff though. Yeah, that's 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 always been my problem. Like like all of the all of the arrangement and all of that stuff is really good, but then when you sit down and listen to it, it's all just garbage. <laughs> you know, like all of the all of the lyrics, they're just jokes. But then like, oh yeah, pretty good guitar solo. Like oh yeah, pretty yeah, good yeah, arrangement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <Right>? You know. <laughs> I love that guitar solo shit. Right. Also, I just realized that our guests I'm like, are I'm like Elton John. I can't write. I met in a university that I knew quickly. Oh, my God. I knew well, Joel you, you, because yeah, of yeah, Peter. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I know X because the very first production I was under was in your production. Right. Right. Oh, so that was the production that, 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 that never saw the light of day. Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, It was, was a weird thing. What were you? I was prod. And apparently at some point acting. It's kind of confusing at some point. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Holy I remember that. Holy smokes. We made that it to the, the, the critics night. And then two days before opening night, it was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What well, I am going to say, though, is um, this, the, the script. Might not necessarily have been the best because you were in a weird place when that was when that was. Yeah, good. yeah. But there are two people who still believe up to this uh, moment that it's the best thing I have ever written, and those two yeah. people are Ian Amane and Rosie oh, Balderan. 
They still oh, didn't have now. It's my best work. Gotta get them soon. I, 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 ah. Shit, no, but... Uh, have you ever planned to restage that at some point? No. I, I, I've been wanting to rewrite it. I've been rewrite. wanting to rewrite it, but I, I, I couldn't find the time. I, I, I had like 15 versions of it. I sent Dr. Dumol like five versions and I, I couldn't quite get it. Even Joem wrote his version of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, he has, he has uh, some some sort of a version, uh, like an outline of sorts. I think I remember that he was he was helping me uh, create a like a, a definitive version or an improved version. But feeling go, I like how Saiz will come out as Saiz remastered. Yeah, Saiz remastered. What's a remaster of? We don't talk of that. The X Valius cut. Maybe in 10 years, I'll, I'll finally stage it. No, Wait, when I, that was, I remember that. That's 2005. 2005, yeah. yes. So yeah, maybe uh, just, in 2025, you'll have to come out with something. Actually, in 2025, I might be able to do that. But, <laughs> but I think if, if, if I'll go back to that material... And if we do that in 2025, it might become a musical. <laughs> I can I can pitch out. I remember one section where we just had fun singing parts out because it's just pure boredom at one point. I kind of remember that one tech rehearsal we did that. Just for, just for context, for the people that are listening that don't know, this was an adaptation of Luigi Pirandello's Six Characters in Search of an Author. Yeah, loose. Loose, adapt- yeah, loose very, adaptation. Very, very loose. Very footloose. <laughs> very loose adaptation, my God. But um, what, what I was going to say was the way that um, the, the direction of the play and the whole aesthetic that you were going for influenced a lot of my creative, um, a lot of my creative endeavors. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope like, it did um, not destroy your creative at all. <laughs> the um, the idea that the fourth wall really shouldn't be there. Mm. It maybe have very strange uh. expectations as a fraud member, right? It's, it's sort of like <laughs> right because 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 everybody everybody there was an actor, so yeah. like, right, right, right. You know, even the stage hands, even yes. the fraud people. Yeah, I still know my cues. <laughs> yeah, like, cowering in fear very... in the corner and crawling my way out. <laughs> It's very, right. I know, Brechtian, actually. Right? I mean, yes, yeah, it is Brechtian. Everyone, yeah, everyone Brechtian. is part of the production. Right. Everyone is part of the production. Everyone who comes out, everyone comes out on stage. That's a very Brechtian uh, yeah. idea. Yep. Yeah. And I, I mean, you literally have a character come to the backstage and force the entire prod team out. Yeah. It was um, it was the deconstruction of theater, which was which which has sort of influenced a lot of my aesthetic. Um, right, right, meta. Yeah. And oh, actually, uh, years after. Inception came out, and when I saw Inception, parang hey, that's it. my stick. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was aiming, aiming at. No, I, w- I was going for for something like that. No, a, a play within a play within a play. Actually, two movies. Uh, when I saw two, uh, Inception, and then the other one was Sinecdoche, New York. I yeah, don't know Sinecdoche, if you guys uh, saw Sinecdoche, New York by this the guy who wrote um, uh, being John Malkovich. Um, oh, okay. Kaufman. Eternal Sunshine. Huh? sorry. Kaufman. Kaufman. Yeah, Kaufman. Yeah. Yeah, Kaufman. Uh, he wrote that, and he directed that film, *Sinecdoche*, in New York. It's about a director directing a movie. No, it was a movie, right? About it was a movie a, about a director. About a director directing a play. Directing a play about Which a director. About him. About, yeah. So it's something like Saiz. And when I saw it, fuck yeah. that. That is Saiz, but done better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. You don't realize Sorry, there's someone there and like the critics night was watching. I must let the people know <laughs> we shall make another <laughs> film with this. Well, speaking about that, have you ever realized that, that, that there is, it's probably something got to, something to do with Zeitgeist where it seems to happen where you have all of these ideas and then a couple of months later, you suddenly see it on film. You suddenly see it in the movies. You suddenly see it done in a create in another in other creative, uh, creative endeavor. So it, it, I I don't know if you've ever experienced something like that, but I I actually have. I I don't quite remember when, but even you actually remember the whole the whole concept of the zombie. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, the warm bodies, one? warm bodies. Warm a month bodies. a month before it came out, or two months before it came out, we were writing something similar. Uh, at Haig, you know, we were brainstorming it, and we even wrote the outline to to that story. But I didn't have this, the 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 super zombies, the concept of di ba sa warm bodies merong parang ultra zombies. Yeah, the, yeah. The, <clears throat> yeah, the 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 super dead zombies. Yeah. I didn't have that in my concept, but it was a love. Mine was a love story. Well, warm bodies was a love story. Yeah, and, Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Yeah, but 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 the twist was the zombie. Was becoming human, diba? In my version, yeah. was it? Was, was it's it the same thing in warm Same bodies. thing, no? It's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that shit, man. So <laughs> when that came out, sabi ko puta man. Hindi man bawal mong nadita, diba? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Bad trip, bad trip. So sabi ko pag kamera na original idea, I should immediately write it down <laughs> and produce it because you know if it's a hot idea somebody someone else will produce it yeah. somebody will think of it most likely yeah well i mean and, at this point it's your mouth people statistically it's going to happen and you might as well put your thing on paper faster than the other person right yeah 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 that's what i realized when the when the trailer came out, I'm fuck, man. I remember something like that happened to me, though it wasn't as amusing. It was when I was a kid, and I had a old-school longboard. It's still there? You know those, like, uh, skateboards, right? The old-school long ones? Uh, this one, I was about, like, eight years old, nine years old, and you could almost, I could pretty much lie down on a longboard because of the sheer length. I thought, hey, this is cool. So at one point, I went to the hill, started doing, like, this is cool. So I started designing, like, what if I have a skateboard you can lie down on? So I actually made designs, like, this would be so cool. I turn on the TV, and I see something about street losing. Like, God damn it, something got my idea. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah, street losing. Like, thing, one parts are fun. Yeah, right? It's a guys thing. I, mean, I guess that we all sort of pick it up from somewhere. I don't know. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. We it's take it up from the void. People, yeah, just some people <laughs> just, just bring it from paper to... To reality faster than we do, yeah? and that's why you have those crazy people saying they took my idea. I have to fight them. <laughs> and this is at all, and and this is uh, this is why I, I am so frustrated at internet speeds in in the Philippines because the internet yes, was supposed speeds. to be well, internet speeds, internet prices. Because <laughs> this was supposed to be the yeah, internet speeds, internet prices. Because this was supposed to be the equalizer where um, the quickest and best uh, the the best and brightest ideas come out available for everybody to, you know, see and consume. But when we have a bottleneck in, you know, the speed or the cost of our internet connection, then, you know, it still puts us as it puts us at a disadvantage. So this is sort of that geopolitical, um, this is the geopolitical equivalent to the digital divide. So, you know, this is third world Linux, Bodega Nights edition. (laughs) Yep. Especially in the last eight months, we saw that the sheer importance of having very good internet infrastructure. 
True. be it like old school DSL fiber or even new technology. Like I think some people bring in 5G towers. It's a big equalizer in the current playing field. So it's the whole concept of work from home, all these things. The big thing is, can your internet even do such? And it's yeah. something I wish that in the last eight months that they actually took more serious look into. Even our service providers didn't even take much advantage I mean, I was kind of hoping that either one of them is going to go and say, hey, you know, with this thing set up and people now worried that they don't want a three-year plan, why don't you make a special six-month or one-year plan to get people, hey, you want it right now, but I know you don't want to get in a three-year contract. Let's give you a six-month contract. Let's give you a one-year contract. Higher, slightly higher charge, but you're not locked in longer. Do they do it? No. They end up going with the whole, we'll give you a fancy dongle, which is their weird LTE like uh, router thing. <laughs> When I saw that, so it's a big dongle. No, 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 sir. It's a no. It's a big well, I'll dongle. Show you it's a big connected dongle. to LTE. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! It's one of those. It's like one of those things, right? This is very obviously something that we should invest in fast and try to develop quicker. And you'd see that people toss money into this, but it didn't happen, and kind of made me upset. Like, why? You know that this is the big thing now. I thought even government, like, oh, look, even to get our stuff done, we need better infrastructure. Didn't really happen. And we're now getting thrown back by so many other countries able to process things better. That, hey, we can now do this. We can now do this. Heck, in some countries, you're seeing what I like to call a metro exodus, where people realize, oh, because of work from home, I don't have to live in the city anymore. I can have That's the same or similar pay Cebu, and go somewhere else. Move to Cebu or, I don't know, dude, I should move to like Dumaguete. That place is pretty chill. Yeah. Uh, so as long as you have good internet, suddenly you can now work almost anywhere, assuming your job allows it. Like if yeah. you have like a blue collar job, probably you can't do that probably one not. from home. <laughs> Send out a robot. I have set the robot up. Don't <laughs> worry, I got this. <laughs> to serve dim sum, right? Like you're. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. But guys, that is like uh, I was wishing they'd do that because it would make so much things better, especially if a content creator. Like that's one thing that we see in TapNX. Suddenly, everyone, anyone is now doing streaming content, new content, which I'm assuming is because everyone had to set up Zoom or set up for Discord or set up yeah. something that they figured, mm, yeah. hey, I have this now. I might as well do other things. It's kind of like why people started doing Grab and Uber on the side. I already have the uh, assets. I might as well do something else with it. Yeah, like, like, oh, like um, freaking mm-hmm. X, dude. I keep on, um, I keep on watching the replays of your storify that shit. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like all of your. Sessions. I was gonna talk. I will ask about that too. Right? It's like, and oh, then, dude, this is just like when we were in college, and X was yeah, talking yeah. about like how to write and stuff. Like, yeah, it's it's good to see that um, the internet gave you sort of the platform to do the stuff that you were doing with us back when I was much thinner. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's yeah. not just for porn. <laughs> Actually, we, we started it out some uh, ano eh, parang something like this, no? Kwentuhan lang. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's me, Day, and Greg. We're just Greg. oh, I've about, not seen Day in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then after like a couple of episodes of just talking about uh, storytelling, the art of storytelling structures tapos actually every episode nagpapalit kami ng mode uh, there was one episode we talked about korean telenovelas oh, yeah. or musicals no uh, after one one season which is like what six episodes <laughs> i told greg you know we should gamify this so our second season is is uh sort of gamified so it's like me versus day and then with uh we invite guests to to play with us, uh, mostly we play blind slides and um, four pictures, one story. You know? So you have four pictures, you have to create a story on the spot. Based That's on cool. Pictures. Yeah. 
niya. It was fun. It was fun. We're, we're still running it. And I told Greg to take a season break kasi hindi siya nagsi-season break din eh. Um, nagtutuloy-tuloy lang after planning like a six-episode uh, series of games. We'll still uh, broadcast but uh, we play Fibbage <laughs> live. Oh, Fibbage so, is fun. Yeah, Fibbage it's fun. It's fun. fun. Uh, Fibbage and... The Jackbox uh, games in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Jackbox TV games. Uh, they're fun. No? While we're waiting for Greg and his team to... to um, uh, uh, set up the, the the other games, no. But yeah, um, we're having fun and we're sort of uh, we have this opportunity to teach people online how to tell stories without really lecturing by trying to gamify it and you know just talk about it. Trick them into learning. Yeah, <laughs> you're now being educated. No, <laughs> you don't want to learn. It's it really fun. How, it's really how my class looks like a freaking Twitch stream. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it gets something that they recognize. Like, ah, okay. I'm just waiting for Jao to actually go full on the like, cast channel points too. Hey, make me do things for channel points. This is what you get for participation. <laughs> right? I got, I got, um, I got, I, I got this guy now. Oh, nice! Oh. <laughs> the, the nice guy. I got this. I got this. Perfect. Perfect. KO. Um, when I want the kids to just like have a discussion. <laughs> oh, that is nice. That's some awesome discuss. setup, man. They're like, all right. So this is but what yes. your activity is oh, for today. Nice. Discuss, like you know. Discuss. Emergency meeting. Yeah, speaking Every- of discussing, um. Our other guest right now, like Joel, also has a new podcast of his own called La Rue La Rue Lang. So when did yeah. that start? Um, when did I, I love your name, dude. Sportito. <laughs> yeah, Sportito. Sportito. Yeah, everything that, that came up from, the, from that, it's, 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 it was actually pretty organic. Uh, a group of friends, we just were hanging, we were hanging out. We were having an inuman. Uh, and then we just, we just uh, thought that a lot of us were in sports. Uh, in sports broadcasting, we were we were graduates of the sports broadcasting workshop from a couple of years. Well, me from like way back, and then them from mm-hmm. like uh, the past couple of mo- past couple of years. And then we just thought of it. Uh, okay, why why don't we put up something? Uh, we, we just said uh, we have. Uh, they they told the, they they said that I I could I could direct. Uh, and then they were all sort of knowledgeable about sports. So we we just yeah it was something like that. Just like how what what Tarek was saying during our episode with him yesterday. Uh, it, it was we were just talking about it. Why don't we just put this put this up? And we just put it up. It's it's been up since August. Uh, we've had fourteen episodes since yesterday. Uh, yeah, we what we do is we we've actually had some restructuring, but now we we bring in a, a special guest. We don't do the usual because there's a, ever since this pandemic happened, a lot of people have been doing a lot of these sports shows. And what yeah. they do is they bring in the bring in the guest. They talk to the guest. It's basically your online. It's basically your talk show, but it's online. Uh, what we do, just so that we have, we do something something different, is we bring them in. We involve them in the things that we we do. Like we have a couple of segments, and then they're not just a special guest. They're not like a guest that we just direct questions at them. We have those portions, but they are part of our segments. They give their opinions. They give their. It's they they become integrated into the show. And, and yeah, something that's that's really fun happening is ever since we started doing this new start, new style, all of our guests have been have have been really participative. Uh, like Tarek, we I'm sure down the line we're gonna bring him again, in again uh, to talk about something else. Maybe uh, yeah, yesterday we 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 were we focused on on pro wrestling, 
but yeah, it, it, it's, it's it's something. Yeah, yeah, we we. It was it was actually the first sport outside of basketball because all of us uh, the sportitos that's also something that I coined that term sportitos. We, we call ourselves it's the sportitos amazing. because we're all I'm the youngest and I'm like in my late thirties I'm yeah let's make that 40s. known yeah I'm the youngest but I'm I'm reaching forties so yeah titos of I, I, yeah we call that we, it, it, we we were titos and we were into sports so yeah we were, we are the sportitos. Yeah, so, so it's 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 something fun. It's something fun to do. It's really something for fun. We we don't really look to become like uh, monetized on YouTube or, or Facebook or anything like that. We just do it because it's fun to do. We get to talk to each. It's it's basically us, the 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 four of us, getting together once a week to talk about sports. Sometimes, well, most of the times we have a special guest come in. Uh, yeah, we we've had PBA legends come in. Uh, we've had. Uh, yeah, we've had uh, yeah, and yesterday we had Tarek, who's like uh, one of the pioneers of 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 Philippine wrestling, the the re relaunch of Philippine wrestling. I would I would say. So yeah, we 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 do that. It's it, and it's basically all just for fun. It's it's nothing really serious, super serious. Yeah, that's that's hence the title, Laru Laru Lang. It's really just, Laru, uh, yeah. okay. we just, just we were like, supposed to go for Inuman. But then again, I found out that there was another group that already has Inuman. And then when, I, when we talked about it again, Laru Laru Lang. I mean, yeah, because it's Laru Laru Lang. We talk about games. We talk, and it's all just for fun. I mean, it's all for fun. It's all Laru Laru Lang. Siya. And that's, that's all. That's, yeah. I, I basically, especially in the third segment that we have, I torture them with a trivia game. <laughs> I, I have some. I want to play a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we have like these uh they have trivia games that I that I do for them. Uh, it's supposed to have a consequence, but again, it's just for fun. So it's not really it's non-bearing actually. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. That's laru laru lang. We try to come up with episodes at least once a week. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that, cool. Uh, that's cool. That's one one of the hardest things though about like making about making content, content. on the internet, right? It's like getting people yeah. to show up like consistently every every whenever you have to show up. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That, that said, I gotta ask both X and Sir Joel. Um, Why, sir? Just to call me Joel, man. Oh, all right. Sorry, sorry. Um, because he's pushing forty. He's older than I am. Right? <laughs> so do you so, yeah, prefer uh, Sir Joel or Tito J? Tito J. Tito Joe. So yes, uh, the question is: um, <laughs> How wait, 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 wait. To... The, 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 we've we've gone beyond the calendar team here, no? Yeah. Like how? Like how old are you? 30-something. <laughs> <Like>, I'm <laughs> 30-something. We're, yeah. we're all 30-something here. Yeah. Right? 12 is still uh, something. Yeah, yeah it's, it's something, <laughs> right? Um, but, but yeah, the question would be, how easy or hard is it for your co-host to find a common time? Like, for the current, during the lockdown? Or you guys stick to the schedule or whoever's available? Because we have our answers. <laughs> and I think our viewers already know our answer. <laughs> Whenever, so this comes out. <laughs> Whenever this podcast comes out, this podcast comes out. Yes, time slots for recording. <laughs> yeah. Time slot to me. Uh, time no, no, slot, no, no, because X is different because they do it live. Oh, yeah, he's live. Yeah, I do it yeah. live. Yeah. So, so they really set that. Uh, no, they really set the time slot. So, yeah, our, yeah. 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 Go, go, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, for our team, uh, 
it's a little hard. A little, it, it's kind of similar to your situation, to, the, to you guys, because we actually Canada. have one sportito who, who lives in Canada. Uh, yeah, so the we have to take that into consideration. And, but but what usually works for us because we try to record the week of and then we try to release it the weekend of uh, recording. Mm. So we to give time for our editors is two of us. So the one guy, uh, one guy makes the first cut, takes out all of the, the all of the all of the unnecessary stuff, and then I put in the I put in some of the additional visuals, and then I do some more cutting to, just to bring it down. Although that episode with Tarek was really super long, you, the, the episode came out clocking near three hours, but actually we were talking for like close to four or five hours. Uh, oh, wow. But yeah, we yeah that's 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 that's, that's amount that we cut down because yeah, it's so much fun. I mean, we we always tell ourselves, oh, let's try to limit it to two hours. Let's try to limit it to two and a half hours. But you always end up talking it, because it's always fun to talk about certain topics, certain stuff. Mm. So you you end up talking about talking for like four or five hours. Like I remember that the one of the first ever interviews that we did, we interviewed Alvin Patrimonio. Um, it. We were we had planned to only interview him for like an hour, hour and a half. The interview ran for four hours, and that was just the interview. That was ju- ideally just supposed to be part of the entire show. So what we had to do, we had to cut it, cut it up into two, uh, two parts, just for it to be uh, to be part of the part of the bigger show. So yeah, but but in terms of scheduling, uh, we've sort of developed a certain level of a certain uh, time slot, uh, dedicated time slot for where all of us. Would be available, but we do work around the schedule of uh, of our sportito in Canada, because his is the most volatile schedule because he has uh, he he has shifts. He yeah the the guys here in Manila have uh, fixed schedules. Uh, he's the one who has shifts, so we work around his schedule. But we try to keep it either on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So yeah, that that's 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 I yeah that, that that's our thing on 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 laru laru lang. How about you guys? What what's what's your thing? X over mine. Oh, Mona, okay. they, they, they do it live, right? Live. Yeah, yeah. My, mine's live. Uh, where I have two shows. No, I, I run, yeah. I run, uh, I, I run my show. It's called X Prompt. No, it's uh, uh, some sort of a show for for amateur playwrights. So I post. I got so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I I I post weekly writing prompts on my page, and then I invite my followers to to write a short scene based on the prompt and then i invite actors to read the submissions cold no live uh, every friday friday night sometimes it's at 9 p.m. sometimes at 9:30 i think now we're doing it at 9 p.m. <clears throat> um and then the other the other one is uh greg's show which is storify that shit uh we do it wednesday nights um I think Greg invites people on Mondays, no? Uh, before, Whoa. so we uh, the show is on Wednesday, Wednesday night at eight thirty. Uh, so around Monday or Tuesday, he starts inviting people. Uh, since it's an improv game, you can't really, yeah. you know, um, invite and have your guests prepare because you lose the fun. No, what's the fun mm-hmm. in that if they come in prepared? And it's the same. The same is true with my show. I. I don't send the scripts to 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 the actors uh, until like uh, a few hours before the show, so they can scan through the script before uh, a few hours before the show, just so they won't get lost. No, but most of the time the actors don't read it; they they just you know they see it, they open the file when the show runs. No, and it's actually more fun 
because sometimes they're surprised na sa material na mababasa nila and then I give comments dun sa sa show ko I, I give some suggestions to the playwright and it it's also kind of fun for me because um I I'm forced to to be a mentor slash teacher and try to um uh see what works and what doesn't uh, on the spot no so yun yun yung challenge for me no and it's uh, my, my hope for the show is for it to be non-threatening for um, amateurs so that they keep on submitting and in, in the hopes that they improve uh, their writing so hindi ko na sagot yung question the, the answer is I, I, <laughs> I invite I mostly I invite the morning of the show or the day before the day before yeah and I have my staple actors, you know, like Joel is one of them. Pag Joel, yeah. wala ako mahanap. Can you, can you uh, refer? <laughs> uh, so you're the ren of the show. I have a pool of volunteers now because the show is like um, picking up. So I have a pool of volunteers and we have this chat group. So magpo-post lang ako, guys, sino nang available? Let's go. So I, I, I usually get one guy and one girl. Nabigla niya ako, nakuha niyo sila Mil at saka si Cheese. Like, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. As a story five. I'm like, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> yeah, <man>. Okay! <laughs> so, like, our batches were represented. But yeah. Oh, Are they uh, both your batchmates, ba? Si Cheese and si Mil? Uh, no, Mil. Cheese is like way lower batch. Oh, okay. Uh, I think kabats niya sila, Erin. Yeah. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they were the, they were the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The group who actually, yeah, revived it. Yeah. So, oh my God. So, so what's the fun episodes you you guys have personally, like from La Rula 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 no, uh, it was something different. It wasn't our usual basketball uh, basketball topics. Uh, and Tarek is just like such a fun guy to talk to. Uh, he could talk for days about about wrestling, actually about anything, uh, about about sports, about a, a wide yeah, array of yeah theater, yeah, all of these things. But from our earlier episodes, after we did the reorganization, I think that the most entertaining for me. Would have to be the one that we did with Ola. Uh, he's a he's a former uh, uh, foreign student athlete of San Beda. Uh, we were talking about that student athletes. The the topic because I I do the scripts for for each show. So uh, we 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 think about oh what are the topics that we're going to come up with what are, what are the different topics for each each uh, each segment. But then again, I I do the the outlining of things so that. I try to moderate the entire thing as well as I can, so that we keep within time limit. But yeah, but uh, when when we were talking about student athletes, he had a lot of insights. It was a lot of fun, also uh, shooting that thing. Uh, there were a lot of things that we had to cut out that were a lot of fun doing while we were recording. Uh, but yeah, it, for me, those were those would have to have been it. But also having to have interviewed these PBA legends like Alvin Patrimonio. You've got Alvin Patrimonio. You have Alan Kaidik. Uh, all of these guys that I all I, I thought I'd never meet. No, I well I haven't still met them, but I at least <laughs> then yeah. But yeah, you you get to talk to these people. you can you can say that I've I've talked to an Alvin Patrimonio who's like the iconic PBA player from when when from my generation, and then I got to uh. talk to Alan Kaidik. Yeah, all of these guys. I get to talk to Glenn Capasho. All of these guys. You get to talk to these guys. Uh, yeah, all of them. In all in all, there were there were a lot of fun. 
but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess that the most fun so so far has been the one with Tarek because it it, it can, it's evident it's the longest episode that we've got uh, because we that that's just how much fun it was to be talking about all of these different things with with, with Tarek. All right, uh, X. How about you for the X prompts and the storyfy that shit? My my I favorite. My perf- my favorite Storyfy That Shit episode was the first episode of uh, our second season because um, it was the first time we turned it into a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a Blind Slides presentation uh, game. Uh, and it, I was the first one to... Was I the first mm-hmm. one? Yeah, I was the uh, first yes. one to... Yeah, I was the first one to, to, to deliver a, a presentation. No, So um, I... To be, I had no idea what was coming, no. So, and and I think Greg was uh, planning for it to be just light and fun, you know, and easy. But I was I was panicking, so I put put on my A game, pare. I mean, I mean, I I, I switched to professor mode, professor X mode, and then I just started giving a short lecture on. Um, how to design stories for games, something like that, no? And we almost are replaying day. Sa kanya naman, his story is how he met you, and yeah, then he yeah, really yeah, connected yeah. everything. I'm like, oh yeah. shit! Kapit mo ako kape, That was a fun episode, and um, oh, but... uh, I think we weren't really planning for it to be competitive. It just it just <laughs> came out, and then it became like too serious, no? Parang why are we suddenly taking things seriously? Why are we like competing? <laughs> so, but that, that was fun, and it set the tone for the rest of the series. No, uh, after that, the games became really, you know, we we took it seriously. But I got my ass whooped uh, in uh, what's this? Uh, shot, uh, shot count, shot down. No, uh, where you count the number of shots, you you read the script of a movie. And then you guess the number of shots that the that, that the director took. No, and oh, okay. I, was, I thought it was alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was supposed to win that game because I'm the mm. I'm the filmmaker, no. But I, I lost terribly, like twice. So, so did you ever do a Kubrick film? Like, so how many shots did this one take? Ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. There was, a, there was actually a yeah. There, there was a Kubrick film. I think it was. Um, how many times? Seven hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which I, I but I believe there was a Kubrick film and a Harry Potter film and yeah yeah that was my favorite um, episode yeah the first episode of of season two uh, story five so X prompt um, it's hard to I well, I think it's the very first episode also no I I guess why because I I did not plan for it to be a a series I just parang suddenly I just um, sabi, I, I invited two people I think it was Diandra and um, was it you, Joel? Jigs. Jigs. Ah, Jigs, yeah. DeAndre and Jigs. I invited DeAndre and Jigs. And then there were two people or like three or four people who submitted. So what we did in the first episode was I asked them to read and then I asked them to read the script again. While So I was giving them directions. So basically, um, people were seeing how I directed actors. So I, I, I felt I, that was fun for me because uh, we do variations of the same material and they we were we were playing with the scripts. No, we weren't mm-hmm. able to do that with the succeeding episodes because there were too many submissions. <laughs> and my goal was to to read as many of the submissions as possible. So we couldn't play with some of the materials anymore. Now um, I'm I'm in my second season. I have so many submissions 
But I want to keep the show to within 30-45 minutes so I, I can only read like three scripts and sayang naman yung ibang submissions. But I still give comments to all uh, submissions even even if we, we don't read them. So yeah. <sighs> See, that, that's why you're a teacher. That's why you're a teacher. Yeah. You can't, you can't help it, right? Can't help it, <laughs> I just need, I just have to give comments, you know, for improvement. You must be educated. You must be <laughs> educate, educate. That's we need to multiply. Thing. We need to multiply. We need to produce more writers. That's why. That's why. I actually, you know, I, I actually like um, link my students to your, you know. To your show every now and then, I'm like oh yeah, you might want to check this guy out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I, I invite some of my students. Actually, I think uh, a couple of my students have read uh, scripts and have submitted scripts. So yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know because it's ang like watching them. You know, watching watching that show. I I, I, I do remember. It's like God, X must be really bored, huh? Like like when. <laughs> 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 when that show first came out, I was like, "This guy's really bored, isn't he?" And then, like, <laughs> I miss theater, man. I have to find something to do. <laughs> I'm curious. Have you ever had a really weird, r- random episode? You decide, let's do random fan fiction and just do that. Let's do a fan fiction episode, guys. Read through this. Here's a script. That's mm. a great idea. That's a I'm great. I'm gonna do prompt. that. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna that's do a that, good man. prompt. Yeah, that's a good problem. You know, we, love these yeah, we found you the worst fanfic ever. Let's do this one. Oh, <laughs> wait, question: um, Have any of you guys written a fanfic, the very first one, and you still have it with you? Because I have lost mine. The first one I had was twenty uh, two thousand three or four. I don't think I'm allowed to show that fanfic. <laughs> oh, you mean it's I, like I invoke oh. I, I invoke my right against self-incrimination. <laughs> it, does it involve uh, a fruit that starts with letter L, or does it has a slash fake? <laughs> <laughs> it was a strange time in my youth where Mine I discovered I can type things. Well, actually, go, going back to what X was saying about uh, going back to what oh, X was yeah. saying about missing the theater. Uh, the the theater org at the the school that I'm teaching, like they were pretty much disbanded because of the um, what? Because of the pandemic, right? Like you know, yeah. not really disbanded, Rock and but like do Zoom, right? It was you know, but then they pretty Acting much did something. Zoom. They actually did something like that, which huh. um, yeah. which was really cool, where they um, where they told a story about online class using the LMS as the stage. Right, right, right. Which was which was really cool. Yeah. I'm actually writing a paper on that, you no, know, the new uh the new format um that theater kids are exploring right now. So it's not quite theater, not quite film also. It's like a mutant, you no, know, a crossbreed of theater and film and video conferencing. Um yeah. and and um I it's not it's everyone's doing it now. No, even some of, some of the professional theater companies. Uh, I saw a couple of uh, community-based theater companies. They invited me to give a talk on on how to write scripts for the Zoom format. No, so um, it's 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 fascinating, man, and um, it's a new thing. It's a new thing. Um, I, I'm in in the first few months of of the pandemic. No, um. These new playwrights are are developing stories that are based in 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 the 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 Zoom format, no, the web, the mm-hmm. either webinar or video conferencing format, and so um, 
I tried to give them some 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 structure on uh, and and tips on how to go about it and how to imagine it. But um, dumadami na sila masyado. So yung mga bago kong engagement, speaking engagements, I'm trying to push the students to to break away from the video conferencing format and try to to borrow some of the conventions of filmmaking and film language so that they can transcend uh their the the the, the storytelling conventions but but really it's fascinating they're inventing their own language with 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 this uh yeah. platform no it's 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 cool no uh, I, I, in fact no um i'm directing a a, a new play uh, for this particular format, no Theater Titas, uh, the the theater company of Chessy and Cheese, they're producing uh, uh, a series of plays this December, and they invited me to direct one. And it's a horror, no, a horror video conference. So it's it's it's. This could have been an email. That was that was kind of what oh, the kids this. did. They um they they tried to do like a horror thing, which 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 seems to work very well for this for this particular format. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. because a movie with that concept, Unfriended. it was like uh yeah, there you go, that one. Unfriended, yeah. that movie, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were in a conference call, and then one by one, I think they were getting killed off or something. Right. Yeah, right. man, they were the Zoom thing before Zoom thing was a thing. Yeah. They were ahead of their time. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. There's was like I don't know what 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 video conferencing thing they 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 did. I feel, yeah. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that was always a skeleton. <laughs> Are you even here? Is this the gut? Because check your router is actually off. <laughs> Darkness falls across the land. The zooming hours close at hand. <laughs> Glitches crawl in search for blood <laughs> to terrorize you. And there's also like screen. a there's also a bit of a resurgence in um in audio in, in audio fiction. Yeah, which yeah. is which is really cool. Like like going back to the whole radio, the whole radio radio norm. Radio. Yes, yes, yes. Like a lot of a lot of people have been getting into that, and that's something that I, I thought would be pretty cool to explore as well. Because you know, I want to do something so, now with Cimay. Uh, he Cimay, because he submits uh, ex prompt, and then when yeah. I read his last work, I thought Cimay, this works best as a. I think radio it will, it might work as a radio drama. drama no? We just ship. No, we, we will just need to... Because um, he has a lot of visual elements, no, filmic elements, and we need to transpose that into uh, the radio format because you need to sound design everything. And mm. it will be fascinating. no? Because um, especially now, I'm, I'm into podcasts. no? Hindi uh, lang, lang yung mga uh, kwentuhan or lectures, but also some drama no? or... Mm. Uh, spoken yeah. week, ganyan, no? it's it's gonna be fun oh. to, to listen to and to create a lot of radio dramas huh? wait radio uh, sir have you uh, listened to our friend he has a series called Radio Norm <laughs> Radio Norm huh. it's, yes. it's pretty good it's pretty good <laughs> pretty good it's fun. It's poetry for a it's, pandemic it's, it's pretty much poetry it's pretty much poetry he can just find it on iTunes. Radio Norm? It's on iTunes. It's on. It's not on Spotify, though. I should put it up on Spotify. Yeah, because Creative Commons BS. You can also check it out on channel14.com. 
We yeah. have some like, episodes yes. here on our YouTube. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Although the, the thing that I've always wanted to do is something kind of like Night Vale. What's like, a Night Welcome vale? to Night Vale. Which is, well, j- j- just listen to it. I, I was thinking X might be familiar, but, you know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, all right. It's like a drama, like horror, horror, like that. It's, yeah, it's like radio drama style. Right, you, you, right. You, might, you might like it as well. So get night, night, what's that again? Night Vale. And I, night uh, Vale. Night as in Gabi, tapos V-A-L-E. Yes. Right, right, right. Sige nga, sige, sige. I'll look for that. I'll look for that. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, oh what time God. is it in, ano? Oh, dude, Martin, work, work didn't call, huh? Work hasn't called yet. No, but something <laughs> else did, right, X? <laughs> 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 Don't worry. This is better than work. <laughs> ah, oh, that's good. What is so this? Yeah, there's bang that may overmind that next place. Uh, let's place, but maybe in the future, pag mangyari yun. Overmind, uh, overmind place. Let's place like ah, among right. us let's, or like. Well, let's guys. see, let's see, let's see. Ni invite ko rin yung mga boys dito. I they haven't played among us or. Uh, yeah, but we, we should. We should. We should. That, that game we is should. great, dude. <laughs> it's a fun, fun game. I am so glad it finally got its uh, popularity know, it, that it should have gotten a long time ago. <laughs> it took a pandemic. Yeah, it took a pandemic. <laughs> actually. Oh, my God. That feels so bad. <laughs> oh, wow. You've pressed the everything button. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> You have so many effects. I love it, dude. I know. I love I like it. Mr. Krabs. Wait, can these things like Mr. Krabs be used on your uh, your stream, Miko? Because I know yeah. the Pornhub sound is used. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty much what I learned is the rules of doing live produ- live things versus recorded stuff. Uh, it's very different. Because I do have my things recorded, and you can actually cut the archives later if you miss my show. But if you watch it live, I can actually have certain music on. I can have lots of things going online. It's fine. But when it gets archived, of course, they go and you have to remove this, you have to remove this, you have to remove this, you have to remove this. That's fine. The whole idea of like Like mice production is you're here to enjoy it live. But what I do to kind of circumvent that now is I do end up recording things on my own system. So I can actually cut Ah. that up and set on YouTube. Okay. And as long as they don't monetize it, Jay, Jenny don't care. This, but that's probably the best route. I just won't monetize anything in YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of waiting for. I'm gonna be re- putting up the things probably late December because uh, some of my things get slapped by YouTube because of the titles. Uh, that's why oh, I, right. I mentioned this like I mentioned this like a few yes. podcasts ago where <laughs> I was updating uh, my archive Twitch streams and one of them was from Outlast and it was the Whistleblower DLC. And they thought the it was upload a... got slapped because of the name whistleblower, whistleblower in the title, because it was the election. It is the election season, and it got slapped by saying this contains like fake news and like improper, like improper information. I'm like, it's a let's play. What? Who is coming here for factual information? You never. Isn't know. it a fictional checked, game? <laughs> and I kind of reviewed my content. I watched up people's content. Like this should be a non-issue. That comes up. Wait, it's because of the term whistleblower and. Those terms right now get flagged. So I'm like, okay, let's wait for everything to be finished. Then I'll re-upload stuff again. Because at this point, okay. maybe it's being extra sensitive over anything you might say. Because even on the Twitch stream I do, there are things like I have kind of like, I can't say these jokes. I can't see these things. Let's kind of go like avoid certain stuff and avoid certain topics. Heck, I have a censor button. I have a censor screen and a censor <laughs> button just in case. <laughs> 
Oh man. Like, yeah, so those things, I, you can use those because it's essentially memes are weird. Is what I'm learning. Like certain memes you can do, but if you try to make something a meme, then you might be hitting some weird issues. Like uh, yeah. it's not yet accepted as a meme, so people say that's not yet public domain. Even though, look, the memes you're doing technically aren't, but it's just short snippets, like less than 10, 15 seconds. That's why it's technically okay. That's what I'm yeah. learning. That's why like, the Pornhub sound, which I think everyone kind of heard at one point in time, that's perfectly fine because it's like less than five seconds. I, I don't know what the and, rule is, but you know, I, don't but know. I know for audio certain things, they yeah. say you're allowed to have a snippet without paying for it because it's just a okay. quote unquote sample. Right. But if you do like I a longer thing, it becomes problematic. Yeah, yeah because certain ten seconds, s- streamer hmm. friends of mine gets muted when they play this certain song because they use the just chatting. And sometimes they just do a cover of a song or kinakaro. Oh, God, yeah. I remember that. Lots of my friends get the same thing. Uh, Especially if it's it's archived, that will happen a lot. That's why for those things, you have to catch it live. Well, actually, I do have about, what, 100 plus songs right now, which I purchased, which are all stream safe. They'll never be DMCA. I just kind of have them as stock just in case. If I ever want to do music things, at least I have a good selection of stuff that I have to pre-go through. I mean, even like when I start to stream things, I have music playing, I have other things playing. But yeah, the rules of live versus recorded, it's weird. And you kind of have to figure it out. All I learned is you get a lot of leeway because it's live. It's just there's certain things that if you do this, will cut your stream very quickly. Like there are certain keywords that they'll listen. Like you have said the naughty word. No. <laughs> Which is the reason why my friends ask you from high school. Hey, man, how come we can't ever join you for stream? Like we can do this thing. Like. Guys, I love you. I really do. You will cancel me in 60 seconds. <laughs> I hear how you guys talk. <laughs> I will introduce you in. Someone's going to say something and the, the Twitch just goes down. Well, that's it. Thank you, guys. I hope you enjoyed the ride. <laughs> Wait, so, there's, so it's live versus pre-rec. It's, it's better to go live. It's easier if you want to kind of do other things, yeah. Because look, it's at that moment you're enjoying the experiential thing, that's why it's fine. Mm -hmm. But if it goes to the archive, yeah, they have to, of course, the whole copyright issue if you have this, this thing. Ah. Like for music, I learned is you just talk and keep talking over the content. It's fine. Sometimes they allow it, but it's like a weird rule because there's some games where I am talking over the music, but that section will be muted. Because apparently I didn't talk loud enough or something, so I'm not really sure. And there were some moments I'm like, this song played, so I had to re- I had to go back to you cut me for three seconds for this section that I couldn't even hear. Like you could only tell because it's in the audio wave. Like, huh, what yeah. kind of algorithm do you have running here? It's pretty crazy. Like I've seen a lot of um like the YouTube vlog type people that I watch, like if there's copyright music that's playing in the background of their shot while they're on vacation doing their whatever it is like their audio just starts cutting out because yeah. because the algorithm um, was able to identify the song that was playing in the background as being copyrighted and so you know mute and then the dude starts talking and then it just mutes for you know in between the words it's, it's quite interesting but you know you guys are on YouTube uh, not YouTube you guys are on Facebook live right so that really isn't much of an issue Ah, you're part of that scene. It's just an interesting scene that I don't fully understand, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, like, do, do you guys, like, run into issues like X, that? But you, we, you, you had to handle that kind of a problem for the season ender of X prompt or the... Right? Yeah, yung, ano, yung... Xena. Yeah, I had this, this season break uh, series na parang the best of season one. Uh, ah, highlight reel. Yeah, but... Um, no, no, not a highlight reel. 
Oh, okay. Oh, parang ano lang, parang properly directed selection of scripts, no? Uh, medyo annoying, medyo annoying system of Facebook. Uh, but I think it's because really they they, they wanna they wanna make sure that uh, the material is yours, no? That they're protecting copyright, no? Um, it, 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 we we had a, an episode na na mute yung se- isang section because of a piece of music that we used. Um, yeah, so. Pero so far yung live naman namin wala namang kasing ganong issues na no? so walang problema to. Yeah. You know, I just need to be careful about copyright stuff para mm-hmm. sa... Why? Original score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that talent. Sa no, ano pala sa, no sa Storyify that shit we got we got flagged down oh. because we had an episode yung, yung shot count shutdown. We were we had to show clips of actual films, no? So we can count the shots. So when when we aired the the scenes, well, uh, F- Facebook found out, no? So we got... We got <laughs> Facebook knows. Yeah. Facebook calls the bat. And this was live. This was live. Live, live. So um, we, the, the, the show wasn't taken down, but uh, the people who were watching couldn't comment anymore. And parang the audiences were cut to like five, something like that. Oh. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Facebook Dan demands some money. <laughs> hey, we see you doing some stuff. Uh, I need a cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually curious though, in the Facebook Live, what is the bit rate you guys are allowed to do in? Like to upload for your live. Sorry, sorry, come again. What's your bit rate you're allowed to do? Like uh, in Twitch, like we kind of go to, we're kind of stuck at three five. You can technically go higher, but it doesn't actually help you. In no, I, I Facebook, never it? Oh, you never checked. Okay, never checked. <laughs> just upload and then you know. Yeah, it looks yeah. It, it looks fine. It looks fine. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it looks good. Yo, Martin, we should probably like put. We should probably use Facebook Live for like Bodega Nights recordings, man. I don't think I, I wonder how I'm allowed to be there. I'm not sure. I have to check with my contract. <laughs> but where, I don't know. Where, uh, I, I enjoy guys? Zoom because it's uh, it's not live. And then you'll see me do Jobber Talk live, and it'll say, "Son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> Jobber Talk." I don't know. Will it come back? No. Oh. <laughs> I might get a goat head first before it does. <laughs> <laughs> 